New Year and that means new resolution time. Ordinarily, new resolutions mean people choose to give something up, like cigarettes or alcohol, which is fine. But why can't New Year's resolutions involve taking up something new too? Well, in this episode of the Happy Habit Podcast, let's look at some things you can do to better yourself in 2022. Hey, Matthew Nori here, the host of the Happy Habit Podcast, talking health and well-being every Monday and Thursday. Check out some of the 160 episodes in our Happy Habit archive. And if you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. Okay, so on this podcast, we are constantly striving to better ourselves through learning and behaviours. And this means adopting new habits. Now, the potential list here is endless, but let's have a look at some easy things we can do to help us thrive in the new year. First, we can prioritise our sleep. As we know, sleep has a huge impact on our lives. We spend approximately one third of our existence asleep, and until recently, we weren't even sure why. Safe to say, we are only at the beginning of our journey of discovery when it comes to sleep and its importance, but we do know that it is vital for its restorative effects on our bodies and our minds. You only need to experience a couple nights of broken sleep in a row to feel the negative impacts of lack of sleep. Our focus suffers terribly, as does our productivity. We feel exhausted and run down, and consequently leaving our bodies open to attack from bacteria and viruses. It affects our ability to remember in the short term and our ability to convert short-term memories into long-term memory. One of sleep's main functions is to process literally every thought and emotion experienced that day. Failure to get enough quality sleep disrupts this thought processing and our cognitive functions can suffer. In addition, our mental health can suffer. We also know this processing and storing of information happens partly during the dream phase of our sleep. While we aren't always aware we have dreamt, be assured that you must likely do every single night, especially towards the latter end of your night in bed. Dreaming is something all animals do. Just watch your dog when he is snoozing in front of the TV. So it's vital we put in place the conditions that facilitate a restful night's sleep, which allows us to go through the multiple phases of sleep, including the dreaming phase, such that we can download and process our day and assimilate any helpful or unproductive thoughts and emotions while deleting anything which may be deemed of little use. We prioritise sleep when we respect its necessity. There is no hard and fast amount of sleep we need. It differs from person to person. But the general rule of thumb is that people need between seven and nine hours sleep, which equates to approximately four to five complete sleep cycles. You only really appreciate the value of a good night's quality sleep when you don't get it. So use your memories of your last poor night's sleep to illustrate its importance and to help incentivize getting a good night's sleep as often as you can. 
If you'd like to hear a more detailed episode on why we sleep, check out the very first podcast episode in this Happy Habit series. Now, as an extension of prioritising sleep in 2022... Another good idea to help to thrive is to start your day early. Now, I have more episodes on this idea if you want to check them out too, but suffice to say, waking early is a great habit to get into. Historically, people woke with the sun. There was much to be done as far as manual labouring was concerned, be it during times when people primarily worked the land or even before when we were hunter-gatherers. Getting up at 7 or 8am has really only become commonplace in the last few decades. Part of the reason is our movement to the traditional working day of 9 to 5 or 9 to 6. And part of it is due to the invention of the humble light bulb, which allowed us to stay up later at night time. When we end up going to bed later at night and we don't need to wake up with the sun then it stands to sense that we are going to wake later in the morning. The result is a complete shift in our daily schedule, our body clocks, by a couple of hours. With the advent of the internet, this has become even more pronounced again, because you have people staying up later and later watching their Netflix or their YouTube videos, yet still getting up at 8 o'clock in the morning or whatever time they are scheduled to start their day. Consequently, people are sleep-deprived, all because of their Netflix obsession. So cue the fatigue, the focus and the productivity issues that accompany lack of sleep. Time and again, I have read books that promote the idea of starting your day earlier. From a physiology standpoint, our bodies were designed to be primed into action early in the morning. Stress hormones like cortisol are highest in the morning. They literally help to jolt us awake and jump with two feet into our day. By starting our day earlier, and indeed earlier than most, we actually harness our body's ability to do what it was designed to do, and when it was designed to do it. I have always found that when I get up earlier, I am more clear-thinking, I'm more productive, and I feel buoyed by the fact that I am up before other people and doing things. It boosts my confidence knowing that I'm getting a head start on my day, And you don't necessarily have to be working at 6am. You can be using that time as new time. It can be used for self-reflection, meditation, some exercise, to read, anything really. The other thing I have noticed about starting my day earlier is that the morning tends to fly by. So if I am working on something and not especially enjoying it but knowing it has to be done, I can console myself with the knowledge that it will pass quickly enough. Another great habit for 2022 is to simply move more. Now, I'm not going to bore you with the obvious merits of running, swimming and cycling. We know these things are good for us physically and mentally. But let me state that we don't have to be running marathons or doing triathlons to benefit from exercise. Simply moving more and moving more often during our day as opposed to being sedentary is hugely beneficial. I did an episode where I spoke about the benefits of walking. Yes, walking. People seem to take walking for granted and overlook its power. But if you think about it, people have been using walking to cover thousands of miles going back tens of thousands of years. We were designed to walk. 
It's what differentiates us from our ape relatives. When we walk, we are utilising so many muscles, tendons and ligaments. We are strengthening our many bones and our physiology is benefiting. Everything from our heart and lungs to the constitution of our red blood cells and our blood feeding every organ from our kidneys to our brains. Walking isn't just vital for our blood pressure and cardiac health, helping to prevent blood clots and strokes, but it is soothing for us mentally too. Walking allows our mind to work on issues or problems that may be consuming us at that point in time. It's no exaggeration to say that walking as a result will help boost our mental health, but only if we commit to doing it on a regular basis. Another great habit to adopt in the new year is to cut back on processed or man-made sugary foods. I have spoken before about calorie restriction, literally reducing one's calories every so often so as to shock the body into burning stores of glucose and fat for energy. Now, there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing this. Indeed, it is actually replicating the living conditions of our ancestors who weren't sure where their next meal was going to come from. So they may have gone even a couple of days between meals at times. The fact that we have regular meals now would have been totally alien not so long ago. The problem is our bodies are struggling with calorie overload. And that overload very often comes in the form of processed, sugary, man-made foods. If we don't move enough after consuming these processed foods, we gain weight. And even if we are burning off the excess calories, we consume the simple act of processing all of those calories from highly processed foods has a wearing effect on our bodies and we end up aging even more quickly. A classic example of this is if you look at many professional sports people. While they would be deemed to be ultra fit, they always tend to look older than their years by virtue of all of the stress they place on their bodies. And part of this stress is down to high calorie consumption across their day. A byproduct of living is the body produces free radicals, which is essentially biological rust. Rust, as we know, is a sign of aging and the resulting deterioration. Physiologically, when we rust, as it were, we will be more prone to ailments and illnesses associated with getting older, like arthritis, thickening of the arteries, cardiac problems and cognitive impairment. And all of this stemming, in part, from how we choose to consume food or calories. So it pays to watch more closely the food we eat, when we eat it and how often we eat. Longevity studies have shown when we restrict our caloric intake, we rust less. That is, we produce fewer free radicals, which are essentially a waste byproduct. A really easy way to restrict our calories without it being hugely disruptive But while gaining benefit in the long run is to skip breakfast a couple of mornings a week and not eat until lunchtime that day. You would be amazed at how easy this is to do. It's super simple to slip into a habit of having a large breakfast every single morning. The body gets to the point where it is conditioned to expect that large breakfast. But when we surprise the body, it has to compensate and produce its own energy from stored calories. Plus, we produce fewer free radicals that morning when we skip breakfast because we didn't actually eat, which means less aging. Again, if you're more interested in this subject, I have several episodes in more detail, so feel free to check them out. 
Well, there you have it. Some really simple habit ideas for you to consider adopting in 2022. And let me tell you, if you can even do one of these things, you will not know yourself. Now, if you can prioritise sleep, get up earlier, move more and restrict your calories, well, you'll be a whole new person in the space of a couple of months. Well, thank you for listening to this edition of the Happy Habit Podcast. Until next time, stay happy. (music) 